Hello and welcome to Gank, Gank That, that drink. drink, a supernatural drinking game podcast. This is The Road So Far, <laughs> a wrap up of season one and our official season one drinking game presentation. Yes, that is correct. And we have played all our season one drinking game rules. We have evaluated them and we are ready to reveal which rules made it into the official Gank That Drink drinking game to accompany season one of the very, very special, spectacular, and downright spiftacular television show, Supernatural. That's a dumb word. I, I like it. There. I like it. I'm Chrissy. And I'm Nate. Uh, and before we reveal our drinking game rules, we thought we would just have a little bit of a, a run through of kind of like what we thought of season one. <laughs> of what we thought, yeah? Of, season one? Yeah. So, like, episodes, watchable versus skippable, we sort of talk about it in each of the episodes, but, like, now, looking back in the fullness of season one, which episodes would you categorize as being must-watch? Out of the 22 episodes, I think I picked one, two, three, I picked 14 that 14? I think you have to watch. You have to watch 14 of them. And the, and they are, so they're, you said they gotta watch the pilot. Mm-hmm. Okay, Phantom Traveler. Yes, only because I think you need to see why they never fly. Okay. Because that question's answered in that episode. Yeah, I like that. All right, so, uh, and then I'm assuming Bloody Mary after that, yes. Just because it's scary. Yeah, and Skin, which I, that introduces us to a lot of different things that end up coming on down the road. Mm Mm-hmm. Hook man, cause just because it's a gosh dang fun episode. I think that just in general. And you really in that one you get so much of them sneaking around and just being inserting themselves into crime scenes. Mm-hmm. You know the the girl character in that like immediately trusts and falls in love with Sam. It's just that's one of the ones where you watch it and you go, "What? Who are these people?" Yeah, in it, a fun way. Yeah. And next, what did what did we have next? The you skipped bugs. It's the I hate it. You hated bugs so much. Skip it. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Asylum. Uh, well, home. I think you oh, need to home. Watch home. Yeah, home. It's not a great episode, but it's a, it's a you know it has you see mom. So yeah. I think you kind of need to watch it. Yeah. You get those man tears, those emotional moments with Sam and Dean. Um, and it, that's another one where you're just like, who is this woman and why is she letting them do whatever they want? And also I think you need to meet Missouri Mosley. True. True. There are fun characters that get, yeah, you get introduced to Missouri in that one. All right. So home asylum, mm-hmm. scarecrow. Just cause it's fun. Yeah. Scarecrow. It's a classic. The benders. Again, just fun. You could skip that one, but I don't think you should. Yeah. You don't agree. I don't know. Hold on. Pause. Okay. Vendors. That's the one with the can- totally cannibal people who you think are not cannibals. That's the one where they, it's just rednecks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, that's just the, yeah, they're just people. And they oh, meet their man. first lady sheriff. Uh, okay. Watch Benders. Yeah. Watch Benders. Definitely. Dad got to watch Hell House. Yep. Because of ghost faces. <laughs> <laughs> Provenance is the, so Something Wicked is... Something Wicked is the Dementor, who's sucking the life out of kids, who ends up being the doctor. And that's the one, yeah. We get flashbacks of Sam and Dean. Yeah, get flashbacks. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, backstory in that one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Something Wicked and the Provenance is the painting. 
Providence is the painting. Providence is the painting, which is one of my favorite episodes just of all time. It is. Yeah. And I I like that lady character so much. I wish that she ever came back. Never does. Mm-mm. Shame. Shame. Yeah. Dear season 14. She's coming back. <laughs> She's coming back. We're bringing it back. We're bringing it The boys her. go to another art auction. Yes. Uh, but I believe in our spinoff show. Like that should have been their first backdoor pilot to her being an art auctioneer who is always coming across these cursed objects. She's She knows how to recognize them and deal with them now. So when she does come back in season 14, mm-hmm. we, she has this whole other life. Yeah. And they don't even recognize her. Oh, it'd be great. I, we could write the episode right now. Yeah. And everyone would be like, who's this character? Remember season one? Don't you remember this art auction? Don't you remember the little Daughter girl? of the art auctioneer. She like owns the auction house now. Mm-hmm. It's a whole thing, guys. It's a whole thing. Yep. Uh, and then the wrap up of Salvation and Dead Man's Trap, which sets us on our way. Leads uh, us the, right uh, into season yep. two. So I, I think that's a good list. I don't think... Uh, so the ones that you're skipping, Route 66 and Nightmare, agree. Faith, agreed. Skip that one. I And we're skipping Wendigo and Dead in the Water. Yeah, skip those. It was hard for me to say skip Faith because I do like Julie Benz as, a, as the guest star and her sad tale of, that's the one where she wants to be healed and she's the only oh, person yeah. who doesn't get healed because Dean and Sam figure out that Every time someone's being he- healed, just another person's reaper. being taken in their place. And it, I just think it's such a bummer that no one's like, whatever happened to her? She died, yeah. like, right after this. Yeah. But skip it. Because there's nothing There's nothing in that episode that's real need to watch, need to know. Even though it's Dean's first brush with death, like, one of... Yeah, we're going to get used to that. Okay. Um, yeah, so I think that's I, a good I list. said you should, should skip Shadow. And you should skip dead man's blood shadow is the one where meg comes back Ooh, i don't know i just think that one's boring but i think you gotta you gotta have an understanding of some meg going on Meh. You, i like meg all right i'm on team meg okay <laughs> team i'm all about team like the all about the awesome demons that help the boys along sometimes mm-hmm. and dead man's blood yeah it's vampires skip it Skip, Skip it. it. It's vampires. No one cares. Yeah. Um. So my three favorite episodes of season one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you yours too. Okay. The pilot because I think it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hell House, obviously, and Providence. Those are my three favorite episodes of season one. Well, I agree on Hell House and Providence, and I will just disagree for the sake of argument on the pilot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love the pilot too. Don't get me wrong, but I didn't want to have us the same, have the same three. So I'll say I'll say Devil's Trap, the finale. Oh, okay. Yeah. That is a you know as much as I sort of cringe a little bit at the at the you know I'm a I'm a monster of the week girl, not a not a myth arc person. Yeah. So whenever I see those episodes, I sort of feel like I have to watch them. Um, but I do think that the, just the end of it, the end of season one is so crazy. Yeah, that it's really good. Yeah, so I I think that because I I just love the I I like the mythos and the the story arc and everything mm-hmm. at least in in supernatural there's other you know and and as long as it stays kind of tight I've got a feeling that later on it gets a little kind of crazy and out there and maybe branches off but all I the all the myth arcs yeah I mean it's been on for thirteen yeah, I mean, seasons it has to. it's gonna start at season fourteen next year. 
yeah, things get so crazy. I can't remember, like, looking back what who well, the big bad is this. from one to the next, you know? Yeah. And it's, yeah, they're kind of crazy. So, yeah, those are my, those would be my three, mm-hmm. I'd say. Mm-hmm. Okay, good choice. Um, and all of all the lessons we learned, what are the most important lessons that we learned? Oh, man. I think the main lesson was don't go into haunted places, especially if you're a teenager yeah. or a young adult. Yeah. And Not good dates, Heath Wilcox. Sorry. <laughs> don't, don't go into haunted places. I'd say don't follow instructions from like anybody on the side of just don't anybody on the side of a road in general or just don't pick them up mm-hmm. or listen to them mm-hmm. even if it's like an old beat up gas station where sexy they, road ghosts sexy sexy road this goes for okay this goes for sexy road ghosts this goes for murder mater mm-hmm. this goes for the people in scarecrow who just like lead you to death mm-hmm. this go i mean this every anytime you're just passing through any sense people are just passing through or driving late at night on a road and mm-hmm. there's someone on the side of the road or someone that just wants to offer him a hand, don't do it. Yeah. Just keep driving. Or be wary. Yeah. Just have your guard up. And I would say the same is true for like in the show, yes, these young women and single mothers do oh. need to listen to Sam and Dean. Um, but in real life, ladies, don't. Don't let the do handsome that. men near your children. Don't let them in your house. So many times. Don't let them babysit. If they just come up to you, oh, that was a really cute baby. Um, what's a what's that? Oh, what's, what's that baby's name? Oh, when was it wh- born? Where do you live? What, what was the minute it was born? What time? Do you what happen time? to like stealing fixtures of any kind? Do you mind if I uh, hang out in a car across the street from your house a whole bunch? I only have a very recognizable and loud car mm-hmm. that I'm driving around. Can I please? I'm only the most gigantic, handsome person in this town. I'm going to walk up to you, single lady, at the park with your kid and be like, where's all the kids? Where's all them kids? Where's all the kids at? <laughs> uh, they, they get away with so much. So, so much. They sure do. And then, I don't know, were there any other like big lessons that we learned? Don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. Because things that seem sweet are sometimes evil, and things that seem evil are sometimes not as bad as you think. I feel like a lot of lessons are kind of all in the same vein as season one because we kind mm-hmm. of just get a lot of monsters of the week and we get a lot of of the same stuff because they're just they're putting it out in season one they're like this is it this is what the show is we're gonna do some goofy things we're gonna have some some fun monsters and stuff but we're also gonna have this a little bit of a storyline we're gonna try to carry on here into season two mm-hmm. and you know we're not trying to make anyone think too hard right now so i think that's why a lot of our lessons down the road i think all ended up being kind of being the same or similar or various versions of hey if something scary happens don't be don't be going in lock up the dang asylum lock burn that down why is it still standing i'm still stuck on that one take the same approach as they did in hell house and just burn everything that's haunted <laughs> to the ground that'd um, be a really fun show it's just <laughs> 22 episodes of them burning things <laughs> they're really just arsonists that's all and then also I think the, the lesson learned for all of Supernatural is like, we'd, bo- we'd all be better off if you just A, communicated well, disclose all the information, keep us all up to date on like what your plan is, what you're thinking, and like maybe let's let's go to some family therapy and work out how we feel about these past traumas. I mean, you have all that time. And again, if you do that, there's no show. No. If they become no. well-adjusted human beings. There's no show. Or is there? Then it's Scooby-Doo. Or, 
what I don't I don't think the show loses anything by them sometimes being like hey you know what I just want to take a minute and and make an xyz statement but like when you get really grumpy uh in situations where you know or like when you put all of your energy into single-mindedly only needing to destroy the demon that killed your mom and your girlfriend in situations where I am also trying to save the children of the world keep that family business of saving people and hunting things going i feel that we're not working at max capacity as a team yeah that sounds like that sounds like exact dialogue from sam and dean that we would hear yeah can't you just hear sammy i feel no they do though i feel like they do throughout the show there's but it's not when it's not even in the car it's not even in baby because the baby's always for reflection right Mm -hmm. baby's always after it's all said and done, it's openness, it's vulnerability. That's what baby's for. Mm-hmm. They always tell each other how they actually feel about one another, either when they're possessed or when someone's taken over them or when it's just in the heat of the moment and they're just yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. That's when they communicate. But they're not communicating fully and they're not communicating like the feelings underneath. But that's because you're always trying to when you when you want to communicate, you're always trying to avoid the conflict. They by solving right, it. they head in first, go head first into conflict, then they communicate within the conflict. Here's they pull that's off not some, the best hold way on, to do things, but they me. pull they have to communicate incredibly well because they pull off some incredible maneuvers to capture some of these bad guys. So the communication and the on the same pageness that they constantly, constantly, constantly have is next level. I don't disagree with that. I just think like their relationship is fine. <laughs> they go through some rough patches. Like I, I just feel like they need to. I identify with these guys. Okay. I identify with them. Let, let's I take you to it. some family therapy. Let's find out what's underneath all that conflict. <laughs> We're good. Let's, let's untie that knot. No, but I, I think that I, I would, I wouldn't mind seeing it. Maybe season fourteen. That's what we see. Okay. Who knows? All right. So now it's time to reveal. What rules were chosen dun, 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 dun. in our season one drinking game? Um, so we split it into two. So there are two versions of this drinking game. We're giving you options, right? Because depending on the situation that you're watching and, and playing these rules, um, I think you can choose how you want um, to approach it. So we have the somewhat classic... Everyone plays all these drinking games rules all at once. So they're all active. They're all on the table. And we're all playing. And then we have uh, the alternate version, which is more more the way that we approached it this season, which is that not everybody's going to play these rules. Each person is going to play two, maybe more, rules that are just their rule. I'm the one who's playing this. You're playing something different. And, you know, we we suggest either picking from a hat so it's somewhat random or, um, you know, possibly post these rules up on the wall and let people choose their favorites um, so that we're, I don't know, we're kind of being more selective. Yeah. Or spin a wheel or do whatever. But, yeah, you you can choose it randomly, select it on your own, play it all at once. It's your adventure. I, I think that uh, we have done exhaustive research mm-hmm. on which ones. Because, yeah, there are some that there are some rules that will hit 
two, three, four times in an episode, or they'll hit like four or five, you know, one or two times, four or five episodes in a row, but then we'll go three or four episodes without seeing any broken furniture or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, broken furniture, they do that all the time. And also, we're assuming, like, that you're not going to sit down with some friends and watch all of season one. If you do, please tweet us and tell us. us (laughs) Let us know. Let us know. And we'll also call someone for you. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think that would be a bad way to spend, like, one long Sunday. Oh, no, not at all. Um, Watered you know, down drinks, though. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't go full full bore on those drinks. No. You have to water them down. But also, like, I'm, I guess I'm sort of envisioning that, that the main way we're going to be using these rules is, like, we're watching maybe two episodes a night. Yeah. Just like we did. Right. Yeah. So then it's not overwhelming. Um, okay. So the rule, this is our rules to play at once. And these are going to be, we're going to make um, uh, downloadable, printable um, pages for each of these. So head over to mostexcellentpod.com uh, and you'll be able to find these rules, print these rules, and, and use these rules. So uh, here are the Supernatural Season 1 rules to play all at once. Everyone at your Supernatural Season 1 viewing party plays all of the following rules at the same time. And as we said, for this exercise, we imagine you're watching two or more episodes at a time. The first rule that we chose for this version of the drinking game is... Sammy! Sammy! (laughs) So, anytime Sam asks Dean to call him not Sammy, everyone in the room shouts, Sammy! And takes a drink. Or, as we suggested, if you want to take a drink, if you want to drink a lot more, follow this rule anytime anyone calls him Sammy, even if he does not correct them. That's what we started The purest form of this is uh, Dean calls him Sammy. Don't go... Sam, not Sammy. Uh, but we most often played this as anytime someone said Sammy. We all just yelled Sammy. Yeah. Like he was Norm. Okay. The next rule, family. Here's how we suggest you play this one. Begin with one person assigning the family rule. Whenever someone says family, that person takes one drink and the rule passes to the next person. You will thank us for that. So that's how we mitigate it happening 17 times in some episodes. Because it happens a lot. The next rule is drinking. Drink whenever someone on the show is drinking alcohol. Our suggested modification, of course, is that if you want to drink way more, which I'm sure you always do, just drink anytime someone at the show is drinking anything at all. Yeah. I mean, that's like a fairly standard drinking game rule in Mm -hmm. general. Next rule we chose is what happened. Take three drinks anytime the boys reference, quote, what happened to mom and or Jess. Uh, you Again, on this one, you can be a real stickler and only drink if the boys specifically say what happened. Or you play the looser version and anytime they're talking about what happened to Jess or what happened to mom, you take three big drinks. Mm-hmm. As a, that's going to be an interesting one to see if we carry that one over into season two. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see what happens there. Our next rule is awesome pun. Any Anytime someone on the show is punning. Punning. And punning. A designated pun captain assigns between one to five drinks to everyone playing in the rule. Yeah. Yeah. So you pick a pun captain. Yeah. Uh, they get to assign based on how, if they think that's a great pun, or if they like think that's kind of a lame pun. They give out the drinks. This includes, I would like this to include uh, names of hotels yeah, or restaurants or okay. anything, any sort of pun you see in the show. Okay. Pun captain has authority. Uh, we're also doing broken furniture here. Take one drink for every piece of broken furniture. We're also playing journal. Take a sip 
when you see or ref or there's a reference to dad's journal yep uh shamed sammy is shamed for going to stanford take one drink and what the hell take one drink anytime anyone says what the hell that's a good, that's one of my oh, favorites it happens so much and it doesn't even happen in the way you think it's gonna happen mm-hmm. and i i recommend i always recommend but watch with the closed captions on mm, that's yes. gonna help you catch that one uh x-files take one drink anytime there's an x-files nod uh there is a version of this that when we played it it was finish your drink when there's an x-files nod we we think take a drink when yeah. there's an x-files nod, and it really is up to you like there are some very direct uh x-files references and there are some more subtle ones where you just think that reminds me of an episode of x-files yep okay and season one's loaded with lots of those man tears finish your drink yeah we're gonna keep that yeah uh whiny sam take a drink whenever sam's whiny oh. that one does happen a lot oh <laughs> bitch take two drinks anytime dean says bitch or anyone they say it a lot in this show mm, i think just I dean think when dean says just it. dean okay it's up to you suggest a modification anytime someone for says season bitch. one keep it dean yeah uh the trunk every time the boys pop up in the trunk take one drink and the speech. Finish your drink if Sam and Dean have to give the speech. The monsters are real speech. The monsters are real. Okay, so that's a lot of rules to play all at once. It is 15 rules. It's a lot to keep track of. Again, print it out, stick it to the wall, you know. Or just as you play, pick the ones that are your favorites, you know. And, and you know, these are the rules that are active huh. today. And I would say, how many people would you say if, if you got 15 rules? would be appropriate like are you saying like i mean i guess it doesn't matter how many people if everyone is all playing them at once mm-hmm. right yeah yeah so you could play this with two people or you could play with 10 people or 30 people yeah i guess the ones where you're gonna get in trouble uh, if you're playing it with just a couple people are the the where you're passing the drink mm-hmm. the family the family one that might be where you get into a little trouble, mm-hmm. um, but well, well, modify we, that for well, yourself. We try to sort of separate it between these two sets of rules of like to keep some that happen really a lot, some that don't happen much, but when they do, they're significant. We sort of try to like mitigate it that way between yeah. each one. All right. So next we have our random rules. Everyone at your Supernatural season one viewing party, we said you, you either draw two or more or you choose two or more of the following rules outdated tech anytime you spot 2005 technology take a drink argue take two drinks anytime sam and dean argue illegal take a drink whenever sam and dean get away with something super illegal and here's nate's favorite broken furniture take one drink for every piece of broken furniture so much furniture gets broken I just wanted to tell you I played Fortnite for the first time today. What's that? It's a video game where apparently it was zombies and shooting and stuff. But all I did was try to redecorate a house. Nice. <laughs> I don't know why they made me think of it. Pop culture. Take a drink whenever there is a pop culture reference. Make sure to call it out. And if you're playing with someone who misses a pop culture reference, make sure that they finish their drink if that's how you so choose to play it. Mm-hmm. Depends on how mean you want to be yeah. your friends. Uh, and and uh, how how much Uber credit you have, and or how how much you want to sleep at your friend's house mm-hmm, that night. Mm-hmm. Uh, dig Sam and Dean. Dig take one drink. Research take two drinks anytime Sammy does research. 
finish your drink if Dean is the one doing research, Mm-mm. which happens in season one. Yep. Badge, take one drink anytime the boys flash any badge. Someone dies, take a drink anytime a character dies too, if either you can't remember their name or never knew it to begin with. Gun, take a sip when you see a gun. And blood splats, take one drink anytime blood splats. So that's it. That's what we suggest you play with your Supernatural Season 1 drinking game. So that's that's... That's the game right there. Boom. We did it. We accomplished our goal. We uh, curated the perfect season one drinking. I think there's good stuff in there. I like it a lot. I think it's... uh, I think there is good stuff in there. And I think that we both like gave you sort of a guided tour of of those rules but also there's there's as always with drinking games there are is room and encouragement for you to modify your own house version right of the game because maybe you saw something or noticed a pattern that we didn't notice and you and you think it would make a good drinking game rule and if you did that play that and also send it to us because we might miss things yeah all the time um so what's next uh season two is what's coming up next what? yeah so next time you hear from Gank That Drank, it will be season two, episode one. And as always, if you have a suggestion for our drinking game, as I just mentioned, please let us know. If you have any suggested cocktails, definitely let us know. And if you just want to reach out to us, you can do that as well. Just find us on the social medias. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Most Excellent Pod on the Instagrams, Most Excellent Facebook group on the Facebooks, mostexcellentpod.com. Find us find us there. You can come see me and Nate at National Comedy Theater if you're in the Phoenix area. That's nctphoenix.com. Uh, Friday and Saturday night, 7.30, Yeah, 7.30 is all ages. Bring the kids, bring your grandma. 9.45 is slightly uncensored. Leave those kids and grandmas at home. Or leave the kids and bring grandma. Maybe she's into some fun stuff. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for, for listening, for taking this gank that drank journey through our supernatural drinking game uh we appreciate you we can't wait to see you in season two yeah we'll be in your ears yeah (sighs) while you're out there saving people and hunting things you know the family business the family business just uh, remember to keep that most excellent podcast network motto in mind be excellent to each other and party Party on on, dudes. dudes